1: What's up, yo? I'm MLB Fats, and I just jumped off the porch with Dirty Glove Bastard. Fats ain't nothing like these guys They pretending something they really
2: not. And we really beefy, cause I don't miss up. Yeah that AR go. Alright, today we got MLB Fats jumping off the porch with us today. What's up, boy? What's up, gang? How you feeling, gang? I'm feeling smooth. I'm feeling well. For the sure, show, man. It's a pleasure to have you here with us for show. Sure.
1: Yeah, it's a pleasure to be here. No I guy. know
2: you inside of this hell right now. No <laughs> kizzy,
1: no kissy. No kissy.
2: So tell us, what you out here working on in Atlanta?
1: Shit, I ain't out here. I'm, I'm out here cooling, just yeah. sightseeing. Just like it's my first time being here.
2: For sure. So what you been getting into since you been in the city? I
1: ain't been doing nothing. I been getting something to eat, you feel me? I got some cool spots out here. Yeah. We went to the mall and stuff. We went shopping and all that. We go see what it was out there.
2: For sure. So how would you compare Atlanta to back home in Indiana? But it's good out here. It's cool
1: out here from where I went. on um, Bruno back home, man, it ain't nothing but a whole lot of years. So, like, it's a pleasure to be here. That's all I'm saying. God yep. allowed me to be here.
2: So for those who don't know, how would you describe life at home in Indiana? Uh, I would just say um, shit get
1: wicked. Y'all know what you're doing out here <laughs> Oh God. That's
2: it. And what part of the city are you from?
1: I'm from South Bend, Indiana, you feel me, but I live in South Bend right now, but I'm from Michigan, Ben Harbor, Michigan, that's where I'm from, you feel me, I grew up there when I was little, and then I moved to Indiana, did
2: the little switchover. For sure. So how would you describe your childhood coming out there in Michigan versus Indiana? Man,
1: it was like, it was just like, down there, my childhood kind of like molded me to like, know what everything was, so when I moved, I... I was ready for, like, all the changes and stuff.
2: When would you say you jumped off the porch? I
1: jumped off the porch. I was like... No, <laughs> no, nah, you laughing and stuff. Nah, I jumped off the porch and nah, I was, like, 11, 10. But I always was still doing the right thing. It was just, like, 10, 11. My mama just was like, do what you going to do. Just better not mess up. You feel me? Mess up is on you. on Bruno."
2: For sure. And what would you say is the biggest life lesson you learned growing up?
1: My biggest life lesson that I learned on it was to keep going, never give up on anything that I wanted to do. Like, always see it through.
2: And what would you say is the biggest obstacle you overcame so far in life?
1: The biggest obstacle? It was like when I had to figure out who was really for me. Like, I'm talking about with girlfriends, family, all that stuff, like friends find out who was for me, who was really wanting to see me win, who was envious. So like, that was the biggest obstacle.
2: So when would you say you started making music?
1: I've been making music since I learned how to talk. Like, no bad. A lot of people be saying that, but I'm real life talking that talk, for real. I always was rapping, like since I found out you could rhyme, like for real. Cause like my big brother back here, he was doing music when I was little, like full fledged rapping. So like, it just, it was always duh. I just kept doing it till I got better at it
2: so what motivated you to start making music
1: seeing my brother do it like he came home and showed me one of the songs he recorded and I wanted to go record a song instantly
2: who would you list as some of your musical influences Broadway right
1: my boy Tusi. uh uh it's a, it's this one dude that's that's from 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 the nap I ain't gonna say he an influencer but his music hard. so like that's something that i I put on anywhere I go. His name Muda, no bap, M-O-O-D-E-I. He hard. Uh, I'm, I'm talking about, I'm listening to, uh, I, got, I got a whole playlist full of everybody. So it's yeah. just like the top three is Rod Wave, Tootsie, and Lil Baby.
2: Yeah.
1: game. That's, that's the hard. top three that I'm rocking with.
2: When would you say you started taking music serious full time? Uh, About like last year. When my manager picked me up, so like I really was not
1: doing nothing with it, he like got me started with it, like for real, for real.
2: That's hard. No bad. How did you get your rap man?
1: My nickname was Fat Fat. <laughs> and that's kind of ironic too, cause like when I was a baby, I was fat, so they called me Fat Fat. But like when I grew older and all that and slammed down, they had to slim the name down too, it's just fat Oh bro MLB came from like my older brother my second oldest brother, the one that's after him, he in jail right now though, free him, huh? you know. But he started MLB, Money, Loyalty and Brotherhood. So like, he ain't never rap with it. So I'm the one that was rapping for real, so I needed to stick it on up. Uh, yeah. On brother, MLB Fast. And how was MLB started? MLB was started cause my brother just kept drawing like little thingies of it. And like, I was asking what it was. And he told me what it was one day and I kind of like always would like think about how could I make it bigger? Like, how could I contribute to it? And that's, that was my way of contributing to it. You know, I, I'm the one that's rapping.
2: For sure. How does your family impact your music?
1: They impact it a lot. Cause it's like, I don't really drop no music for like, no outside people for real, for real. Like I really was rapping because my family rapped. So like, once I did it my, on my own, and showed them like my music, like the effect that they give me, like me seeing their joy on their face, and them seeing that I could actually do something like that, that like gave me the motivation to keep doing it.
2: For sure. And what do you feel you bring to the music industry?
1: Auth- authenticity and uh, originality from the hardest youngest. I'm young doing it. So like most people ain't thinking like how I'm thinking. So like I said, I'm giving y'all real facts and anything that I'm rapping about, singing about, all that.
2: That's the real one. What do you feel like brings the best out of you and your music?
1: Um, <laughs> Just me being me. When I know that I ain't faking nothing, when I know that I, I'm actually like involving my real life into my music, that, that makes me strive the best.
2: And who inspires you?
1: My mom Dukes, my OG, because like she ain't never let nothing like make her stop. So like my OG inspired me a lot.
2: What about your mother made you, like, so inspired? Cause like, any situation that I done seen her be in and
1: me being me, me thinking like me, I would be like, nah, I don't know how I could do that. You feel me? So like, from me seeing it from my mama, it's like, she said, she make it seem like she can do anything. So I'm gonna make sure that I'm probably gonna think like that too. I can do anything if I keep doing it. I can do anything if I put my head to
2: it. For sure. What's your current thoughts on the rap game? These niggas be bapping. They bap a lot.
1: That's all I got to say about it. everybody. No bap. If you're not speaking no real, no none of that, we not even gonna have no conversation. And a lot of these people be inf- infiltrating their music with lies about other people and stuff that they ain't did before or ain't seen before. So it's kind of like, like messing up the rap game for real. But I'm here to family it put that back on track, the hardest youngin', no back.
2: For sure. Why do you think it's important to remain authentic when you're releasing music and recording music? Because you got an audience.
1: As you get bigger and bigger, you got more people listening to you. And if you got more people listening to you, you can't lead them the wrong way. No back. And if you rapping about lies, they life is going to be filled with lies because they going to be playing your music. And people don't know it, but when you play music and the people that you listen to, you start to pick up them ways. And most people don't know it, but you do. So, like, you got to always speak the truth. So, day life would be the truth, too.
2: For sure. What would you say is the biggest risk that you took for your career that paid off? I moved.
1: <laughs> I moved from uh, Indianapolis to South Bend. That was the biggest risk. Because it was, like, at the time, I was, like, I was a junior. And I was, like, I was just now, like, becoming like like all the, all the finals and stuff was going on at the time and like my whole school year and all that stuff was messed up like for real and if you're watching this y'all kids stay in school for real and help out but like i was in school and i i wanted to rap but it was like where i was at the places that that was i, I was going to go record that i couldn't go to because like it was so much bull crap going on like for real for real like so for me to like duck off I had to move my whole situation because at the, at the place I was at, it wasn't no good for what I was trying to produce. So when I moved, they kind of threw everything off with school, with uh, my connections with how I was supposed to be moving, my living situation, all that. So like, I could have stopped. I, I ain't had no, no thought of making no music when I moved. So like when I moved to South Bend it was on and popping like at the time it was a big-ass risk because it's like what I'm gonna do I gotta start all the way over but when I started over my manager picked me up all that type stuff so like we went crazy so it was like it was the biggest risk but it was the most probably the best thing I was supposed to do in that situation at the time So
2: sure. no bad. how would you describe the transition of Justin from a different city unbelievable because <laughs>
1: like from how things fell out, like how things like, like came, like the results of everything, unbelievable. Cause if you was in them footsteps that I was in, my, my shoes at the time, you, I don't think most people would have made it out them type of situations. For
2: sure. No bad. How would you describe the music scene back at home in Indiana right now?
1: Uh, The music scene down, nut kinda like, <laughs> I don't know a word I wanna say, cause like I don't wanna like hype it up too much, but it's like, we got some talent, but it's like you can't have no talent if you got the wrong people around you. Like, it's, it's cool that you do this, but what about the people that, that's around you that, that's, that's part of your image? Because whatever you do, they, they part of it if y'all hang together. Whatever they do, you part of it. So like, it, it'd be like most of them don't be having the right decisions, but it's a lot of talent, a lot of talent.
2: For sure. Why do you think people overlook the talent coming out of Indiana?
1: Because of their head. Some of them people think they too cocky, too too big to listen. I ain't never too big to listen, no matter how big you get.
2: Let's talk about your new project, Coping Through Music.
1: Yeah, 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 Coping Through Music. That was my first joint. And then my, my manager put together, you feel me? We really like, it was like Coping Through Music was a project that we just set up a whole lot of studio sessions scheduled, like schedule breaks between each one, but like each each date we was working on Pacific uh, projects and, and Pacific songs. So like coping through music, I really wanted my first thing from them to her, Like my my first project, I wanted it to be versatile, complete, original, and different. Something thing never heard before, like type stuff. So like I put my real life into it for real, coping through music. It was my way of coping through life. You feel me? I'm I'm making music through it. It's all my pain. So like it was really a big stuff for me and I liked how it came out.
2: For sure. Talk about my time that just dropped last week.
1: They you know it's my time, I know. Oh bro, the video just dropped on YouTube. Soleil Entertainment. Go subscribe. You already know. Uh that's that's my last video that I just dropped, you know. Um it was about how like the steps of me moving down here and me making it making it like, making some noise, they know it's my time, you feel me? So like, I was, I was performing at Tink, you feel me? And I had my man, Jay SL Design, shout out to him, you feel me, that's my cameraman. But like, he had shot something the. you feel me? And I didn't even know, but he was, he, was, he was on that type of time. I didn't even know he was shooting something to it, but he was shooting my like, progress throughout the, the rehearsal to the actual show, and like I rehearsed just like I performed. So like, most people was like, when I was at the rehearsal, they was like, man, you gotta make sure your voice still cool. You gotta perform tonight.
2: Yeah. And I'm
1: telling them, like, man, you gotta practice how you gonna do it. That's how I'm gonna do it. I went out there and rocked that mug on God. But like, we put it in a video to show that it's my time to blow. Each time I hop on the stage, I'm gonna blow up. It's gonna be like a bomb just went off because everybody's like, wow, who is him? You feel me? And I'm all in y'all face with it. Give y'all actual content. I need everybody to listen, okay?
2: For sure. Talk about really.
1: Really hot, you know, you know. That was my little joint I dropped for them like some months ago. And more got 17,000 I thank y'all, you know. all my supporters, y'all making it happen. For real, that that video right there, I want them to, to see that I'm really hot. And the words that I'm saying, you'll know that I'm really hot. Like ain't nobody doing it like I'm doing it. I'm the hardest younger, for real. Like that song was, was the versatile that I wanted to set. Like I ain't dropped no aggressive song like that Every since then, like, I'm going to give y'all one of them. I'm always speak my facts and my mind on any sort that I drop. So, like, that was the one that I want them to, like, set aside from all the other ones. Like, to say, yeah, he do this, too. But he can do that, too, as well, type yeah. stuff. What about armed angels? <laughs> that's my joint, man. I swear, that's probably my favorite, my favorite video. And that's Michigan joint, too. Thank y'all for supporting how y'all are doing it, too. We actually shot it in Michigan, uh, Ben Harvey, Michigan, for real. So, like, I'm an angel was my joint to show them that it don't matter where you come from, how, how, how situations be seeming bad, you can make the good in it. You can. It, it's plenty of people who didn't came out of the same place that you didn't came. So, like, I went to the hood. I went smack dabbing in the middle of them years on God. And I call on my peoples, all my family and all them people that really that live around there and who really you see everyday like type stuff, and they all came and showed love, and most of them people was like, most of them people was bombs back then, I ain't gonna back, most of them people ain't had that type of bread that they got right now, and they really messed with the song, cause it was like, he he's he speaking what, what I went through, like, it get better, we armored angels now, like, that life made us an armored angel. Man, there was so many cars out there, so much bread out there, man, I'm talking about, we probably had $600,000 worth of cars out there, like, like we had drop top benzes drop top 20, Corvettes, go watch the video. Y'all gonna know, On God, it get better. So if you one of them, yes, bro, you gonna, gonna be an the Angel and for make sure. you an the Angel. Stay strong, no bad.
2: So what would you say is your personal favorite song from Coping Through Music?
1: It's hard to say that, man, for real. And My, my manager be trying to have me pick all the time, man. Like, there's so many daggers over there. Y'all gotta go listen. They sleep on me, man, for real. It's like all them mugs is my favorite. Like, I swear to God, I got listen to them daily if you listen and you support, them, you probably listen to them daily too. I message y'all man y'all making it happen for real.
2: For show sure. are there plans for an upcoming project yeah yeah, yeah i got
1: I got a, a book bag unreleased. I got y'all I know y'all been waiting. I got y'all though no bet. we're gonna drop some for y'all like probably before before my birthday I got birthday bash coming up too. We're gonna um, have them
2: tickets for y'all for sure. talk to us about your grind as an independent artist uh it'd be like. Staying focused, you feel me? Like keeping my head on the swivel, always
1: watching who around me type stuff, and always making sure like I'm putting the right type of material in what I'm rapping. I ain't never going far from who I am type stuff. I'm always got that piece of me, plus what I see type stuff, and everything, every single thing that I drop type stuff.
2: For sure. What would you say is the biggest challenge that comes along with being an independent artist?
1: Not switching who you is. That's exactly the biggest problem. So most niggas get bread, get, get, get hoes, get fans and all that shit and like really switch who the fuck they is. Like, bro, you still him. All the people that know you before you blew up know who you is still. So it would be like pointless because the real you gonna come out eventually. And when, you, when people see you as a fraud, it really mess up your first impression because your first impression was like, man, you was that. <laughs> they just said you this and I just seen that type stuff. So it, the biggest, biggest problem right now is people that stay who they is. For no sure. Bad. So what else are you working on right now? Uh, I'm working on a deluxe for the couple through music. You feel me? I got that coming. Uh, I got another video dropping for y'all. You feel me? But I ain't gonna say too much on that. It's a surprise. Y'all just gotta guess what's one on the album. No bet. But uh, I got videos dropping for y'all, man. Uh, I got I'm, I'm I got a show coming up October second with K Camp. I'm on his floating tour. You feel me? Uh and I got a birthday bash October 16th. So like, it's, it's full, of, full of fun, you feel me? Everybody's gotta stay tuned, you feel me? MLB Facts on all social media.
2: For sure, any last words and shout outs?
1: Oh uh, man, shout out man, shout out my mom, shout out my, my family, all the people that support me, shout out my big brother, shout out my manager, shout out BZ Franchise, you know, that's the dude who make all my beats, that's, that's fam, you know. Uh, shout out JR, SL Designs, you know, just shout out to the world that's really on this journey. Help the hardest junk and blow.
2: No back, Love y'all gang. For sure. MLB Fast. We appreciate having you today, gang.
1: Man, I appreciate that, man. I appreciate being hot. No back For sure. Fast ain't nothing like these niggas. <laughs> they pretend something they really not. And we ain't really beefing cause I don't miss a Get Yeah, that AR gon' jump, but I gotta aim cause that guy. What's up y'all this is clint coley and i'm the host of the music is a love language podcast now check this out if you're a fan of music podcasts, to be sure to check out and subscribe to music is a love language podcast we are a podcast that has honest conversations about music all day every day if you like to argue music this is the podcast you want to be listened to and it's brought to you exclusively by the revolt podcast network anchored in hip-hop and powered by creators again Make sure you guys follow and subscribe Music is the Love Language podcast. I'm Clint Coley. Hope to have your ear soon.